Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Shout out to Roy Lay Shepard of the Basement Sports Network. Now, usually his opinions are completely invalid because he literally just started watching Heat basketball when his boy Myers Leonard got to the team. But he did have a banger of a tweet in which he said, He ain't that good, anyways. Miami never really wanted him. We have Kevin Love. Oubre is still out there. Orlando Robinson season. I can't even say that one with a straight face. Uh, this is why we signed Thomas Bryant. Are we really losing our minds over Christian Wood? If you watching this have found yourself saying any of those things within the last few days, then... Stop it. Get some help. Thanks, Michael. Listen, of course, the Miami Heat lost out to the Los Angeles Lakers on acquiring Christian Wood. Now, he's a guy that many Heat fans, I feel comfortable saying the majority, wanted on this roster, including myself. Although there was some eerie similarities to a another former heat player that many of y'all don't like big emphasis for you showing a consistent motor because i know that's maybe something you know scouts have, have questioned uh and do you think that's a fair assessment uh, i have a great video about that if y'all want to check it out but basically he seems to be modern day hassan whiteside at least off the court and if you've been watching heat basketball for a, a good amount of time now you understand what that means so as much as i like christian wood here because i certainly think he provides a fit on this team that that would be nice uh i'm not sure that i wanted to deal with all the off the court stuff because hey all of his former fan bases hate him for a reason and usually as a guy who who focuses on heat basketball how other fan bases react to a guy leaving that's how I, I kind of view him. And a lot of Mavericks fans were happy that he's still not on the roster. So anyways, that being said, where do the Miami Heat pivot from here? Well, if you look it up, their active roster, they currently have 20 guys, which I think is the maximum uh, for the offseason. But that includes all the training camp deals like Justin, Champagne, and Alondis Williams, uh, a bunch of guys that you probably never even heard of. And for some reason, it still shows UD on the roster. Maybe it's because his uh, retirement doesn't officially become official for some time. But regardless, they got 20 guys on the roster technically. But now if you remove those training camp guys, you have 16 but that's including the three two-way players and Jamal Kane, Jamari Bouye, and Drew Smith for some reason. But if you remove those two-way guys also, you're left with 13 players, which means that there's two more roster spots open. Now, this is the official current Miami Heat depth chart according to ESPN. I don't necessarily agree with what they have. I think I would probably would slide Caleb Martin into the starting four spot over Kevin Love uh, and I'd move Tyler to the two. And I probably would... No, I wouldn't start Kyle Lowry. Y'all know my thoughts on Kyle Lowry. Whopper, 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 whopper. He's a mother flopper. But give or take, this is some uh, some form of what the Heat starting lineup could look like. So if you're looking at their depth, right away, I see two glaring weaknesses. One is the point guard spot because you got Tyler Hero as a starting point guard. And if y'all remember that experiment, it didn't go well. And then you got Kyle Lowry as the backup who ended last season not great. And as a guy who's obviously aging, I'll leave it like that to, to keep it nice. I'm not so sure that he's going to be any better this season. And then the other glaring weakness is something that they've been trying to fix 
for years now which is the power forward spot i really like pj tucker when he was here i do think that was a big loss although i do understand it but hey caleb martin played a solid role last year but still at his size he does have his deficiencies and obviously an aging slower kevin love has the same and then this specific depth chart obviously shows nikola jovic and hame hakes who are young guys so we don't necessarily know for sure what we're going to get from them now again this is assuming no damian lillard we will we will kind of look at what this might look like if the heat do get damian lillard later on in this video so what i did is i pulled up the best remaining free agents uh, after christian wood signing this is according to hoops wire and currently we're looking at the point guards so we'll kind of go through each player and if i have a thought we'll talk about it for a little bit so you got ryan archiniakido who i can't believe is only 29 years old i feel like i've been seeing him play on uh chicago years ago solid player same thing with dj oxine just obviously a little too old michael carter williams makes no sense because he can't shoot and which is crazy considering if y'all remember his first career game was against the miami heat and he had damn near a quadruple uh quadruple double but he's not any good uh the next two guys kind of irrelevant and then we get to a guy that i'm very interested in in goran dragic now i want to temper expectations if goran was to come here because I do think it's a likely possibility it's very clear he's been he's been wanting to come here he even deliberately said that in some interview a couple months ago he still goes to all the games and such uh and the reason i would like him here is because he knows the system well uh and i think he can provide a solid 10 to 15 minutes a night when necessary or play 20 minutes a game for a spot two or three games throughout the season if tyler was to get hurt or lowry was to get hurt i think he's capable of that and i think just being back home where he's truly happy i think he will be able to thrive unlike the last couple stops he was in like milwaukee and toronto and brooklyn so i do like goran dragic and if he only have two roster spots with the roster as is he is one guy that i would like to see on the roster uh you got trent forrest who cares george hill uh of kind of similar to i guess dj and goran dragic guy who was good at one point in his career but still too old for me i know dragic is old but if you're gonna go old go with the guy who is a fan favorite uh and you know would be happy here i think that would help his performance uh, a couple more irrelevant guys and then you got kendrick nunn who looked like he'd be great hey dude was second in rookie of the year uh when he was with the miami heat and then of course he took a pay cut to go to la to win a championship that team sucked uh, and now he's pretty much nothing part of me is interested if he could come back to the heat and somewhat rejuvenate his career i mean hey goran dragic's not playing defense neither is kendrick nunn but at this day and age kendrick nunn is probably the better player i don't necessarily hate him but i just don't think he's the best option here a couple more names you see at the end ish smith who i still actually really like as a player if Guan wasn't available and didn't want to play and feel like he could play, which Guan said he can play 50, 20 minutes, I probably would take Ish Smith from this list. Older guy, but still 35, which I think is young enough to play a small role as a backup point guard. He can do a little bit of everything. He has a ton of experience, and I feel like he always kills the heat at random times, and I've kind of always liked him because of that. John Wall, wanted him a year ago. But when he's not on the Clippers, I heard Clippers fans, uh, not all that sad that he left. And like I said, I usually judge how other teams' fan bases view a guy. And they're not fans of John Wall. And of course, he's not a great shooter either, which really doesn't fit what I think you need on this team. So the best remaining true power forward spots. And again, we'll talk about the centers a little bit later in this video. Uh, Hoopswire only has, what is it, six of them. Uh, Diakite, who is, he's okay. Isn't that the guy from uh, Virginia with the colored hair? Uh, Wenya Gabriel, who's straight. He's very straight with the Lakers last year. 
I don't think he'd be a bad fit here. Uh, I like Jermichael Green, another guy that can rebound and stretch the floor. Ideally, the perfect fit next to Bam. But at only 33 years old, he does seem like he's a little bit washed up of what he once was. I would have wanted him last year. I think I would have been wrong. He wasn't all that great. And then you got Blake Griffin, who can't even play on a, a team that needs him in the Boston Celtics. James Johnson, who I did love when he was here. And that version of James Johnson, a guy that could be a point forward, shoot, defend, one through four. That's exactly what the Heat need at this moment. But at 36 years old, James Johnson is a shell of that. And I don't think he'd fit great here. And then you got Kaziak Pollock, who I don't think is an NBA basketball player. We saw that with our own eyes. And I mean, they traded like Bol Bol and three second round picks to get him. And I'm still annoyed at that. Not that Bol Bol is anything special. Everybody goes crazy. Oh, the Suns got Bol Bol, blah, blah, blah. They're they going to be unstoppable. Bol Bol hasn't been able to stick anywhere he's been. It's because he's not that good. But anyways, I'm not a fan of Kaziak Pollock. Very few Heat fans are. And the other faction, the Heat fans that disagree with that, think he's the next Giannis. Uh, I think he's more of a Bruno Cabolico, uh, one year away from being one year away, if you know, you know. So transitioning a little bit, let's say that the Miami Heat do get Damian Lillard. Now, I've been on record saying I think the package will include the picks, whatever that is, and then Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, Nikola Jovic. I think those are the three players that inevitably get put in. To clarify, there's many renditions of this we could see. We could see no Tyler and Duncan Robinson's thrown in. That makes the money work. And obviously, you had some other sweeteners like Hame Hakez, maybe Caleb Martin. We could see the same trade and also Caleb and Hame Hakez trade uh, sent in. We don't really know. But just for the sake of this video, I want to say, I want to stick with you're sending out Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, Nikola Jovic. You're receiving Damian Lillard. So now you're sending out three guys, getting back one that opens up another two roster spots and gives you four total spots. Maybe Portland would send back guys too. Maybe we get Yersin Nurkic and we send them Duncan Robinson. Maybe we get another lower salary guy on their roster to come over here and then you don't have the roster space. But all that stuff is, is pretty is, is pretty uh, fluid because they can even cut Orlando Robinson or, or somebody if, if they really wanted to. So, But for the intents of this argument, I'm going to say they get Dame and they are left with four open roster spots. So I'm going to go through the rest of the positions and the best free agents available according to Hoopswire. They have a ton of shooting guards. They got Will Barton, who, in theory, the idea of Will Barton is exactly what this team could need if you're sending out Tyler Hero. Very similar player as far as a guy that could come off the bench and kind of light it up. But he seems like, whether it was due to his injuries or whatever the case may be, he's very washed up. So again, I would have liked him a couple years ago, but I'm kind of soured towards that now. Uh, I'll skip down a couple names. I'll go to Jarrett Culver. Uh, main reason being because he was a guy that was drafted really high out of Texas A&M, had all the potential in the world, balled out in March Madness, went to, I think he went to Minnesota, didn't do nothing. It was essentially invisible there. And we know the Miami Heat, we know their, their development program. A lot of times, if you get guys with talent, they can make the most out of it, unlike organizations like the Timberwolves, which we saw with Jared Culver. But I'd be interested to see what the Heat could do with a top-end talent like that. Not saying he'd be one of the guys I'd fill the roster spot with. We'll get to that at the end. But he does at least interest me. I think Terrence, Terrence Davis is a guy that could kind of fill in that, that two-way role as well. I like him a lot. Same thing with Hamadou Diallo. He's obviously very athletic. We saw him in the dunk contest a few years back. And the Heat have a tendency to take these athletic guys with the tangible stuff and kind of give them, develop the other skills. You know, like Derrick Jones Jr., for example, became an improved shooter when he was here uh, and guys like that, I guess. So I, I suppose he'd interest me. You got Bryn Forbes, who uh, 
is one of my least favorite players in, in the NBA. I'm not sure I can see him in the Heat jersey. I don't have to explain that. Uh, Danny Green actually did just resign with Philadelphia. You got Javante Green, a guy that I like a ton. We saw him some with Boston and I think Chicago last stop. He's 6'4". I believe he actually played some power forward for them, even though he's presently listed as a small forward or shooting guard. But he's a guy that's that's actually able to guard one through four, which is what I love, which is what Spo loves in this system. And he can stretch the floor. So I'm a fan of his. Uh, you got RJ Hampton, another guy like Jared Culver. Uh, he wasn't as high a draft pick, but coming out of high school, he certainly had a lot more hype. Maybe that he could do something with him. Uh, a few more spots down, Rodney Magruder. I loved him when he was here. Now, the Heat will need some sort of perimeter slash point of attack defender because if you're bringing in Dame, he obviously doesn't solve that. Uh, and if you're bringing in Gorm like I want to do, he doesn't solve that. You lost Gabe Vincent, who hurt. You may lose Caleb Martin, who will hurt your, your perimeter defense. You lost Oladipo too. Rodney Magruder is a guy that could guard on the perimeter a little bit. And as a team that wasn't great at rebounding, He's a very, very good rebounder for his position, too. I like Rodney Magruder. Uh, a few names down, you got Joshua Primo, the dude that was balling on the Spurs at 20 years old and had all the, I believe it was some allegations. Uh, that guy's an idiot. Stayed the hell away from my team. Uh, Terrence Ross, a name that I love because obviously he's killed the Heat as well. But I actually think he's a good player, unlike Brent Forrest. I love him here. If you're losing Tyler Hero, he's a guy that can replace that. A little bit of a microwave score. Uh, he's 32 years old, so not as athletic as he once was. But I'd like to believe he still has enough to make him a solid defender in this system. So I do like Terrence Ross a lot. Uh, moving on to the small forwards. Rudy Gay, who, like Danilo Gallinari, have almost been on the heat like 35,000 times. I like Gay. Again, I like the idea of what he brings here. But I think it's three or four years too late. Again, very athletic, taller, 3-4, that could guard multiple positions, shoot the ball. I'm just not so sure how much he has left in the tank at this moment. Mo Harkless. Q. Do I need to elaborate on that? He is my least favorite Heat player in the history of the Miami Heat. Not only did he suck for the five minutes that he was here, in which he got about 19 fouls every game, somehow, but he was talking trash about the Heat when he left. Like he wasn't the reason, part of the reason this team sucked when he was here. I hate that guy. Stanley Johnson, another guy that high draft pick, didn't do much. Has the has the theoretical body and athleticism to guard one through four. He's been, had some interest in the Heat for some years also. Kevin Knox, a lot of those same things apply. Interested in him. You got Kelly Oubre, who of course is, I think, at the top of all Heat fans' minds at this moment. Uh, if you're losing Tyler... Kelly Oubre does a lot of what he does as far as being able to be a, a spark plug off the bench. Now, he's not as efficient. Uh, his IQ, I think, is worse. Not that Tyler's was great, but Kelly's is even worse. I don't typically like those players, like the guys like Deion Waiters and Gerald Green, those shot chuckers, really used to frustrate me in the past. But I do think with losing those guys that were losing, losing Max Strews, losing, obviously, Tyler Hero, I think that we will need some more just flat-out scoring. It's kind of why I like Terrence Ross. I may like Kelly Oubre a little bit more, a little bit younger, still very athletic, and maybe in this system, he can turn into an above-average defender, which would really make him a great player. Uh, Eric Pascal, what the hell happened to him? He was hooping on the Warriors. Then he disappeared. Uh, Matt Ryan, blew, man blew a 28-3 lead. I'm not interested. Uh, and then a couple more names. JTA, he's straight. Uh, I didn't realize he was already 30 years old, but he could provide a lot of those... Uh, 
switchy three four things uh tj warren a guy that i actually really like now he's 30 that's not obviously super old and, and, and usually around 30 these guys are entering their prime but he's dealt with a lot of injury stuff for that reason he wasn't all that effective last year i think with like uh he might have been on brooklyn or at some point last year he wasn't great but from what i'm hearing tj warren is healthy and if that's the case he's a guy that can not only score 20 points a game but we know he's a very solid defender at both the three and the four spot i really like tj warren even though him and jimmy may not like each other but there's been links to to Jim, the heat and tj warren for a few years now and i do believe if jimmy wasn't okay with that we wouldn't have heard so much i do like him justice winslow i loved him i loved point justice i was a big believer in justice better over devin booker uh but unfortunately he left uh things were kind of sour with the heat organization i think they were saying he's healthy he was saying he wasn't he, he didn't leave on the greatest terms it seems like things may be better now it would be nice to get the hmm, squad back with jay rich bam and winslow as they call themselves but if i'm bringing in someone i need at least someone that's capable of shooting the ball and outside of one magical season justice winslow cannot do that and he can't stay healthy this heat team is gonna need bodies finally moving on to the centers we got biumbo who can rebound can't do nothing else i'm good on that true seven footer and tony bradley he to be honest he'd be straight i had no idea that that he was only 25 years old uh he'd be straight but i don't really think that he'd need a true center with thomas bryant but you got demarks cousins who i love a lot i really really want to put him as one of those four guys that that to fill up those open roster spots but i didn't do it just because i don't think the heat need a true center Dwayne deadman bum uh, Gorgie Dang, who I actually liked a lot, but apparently him and Jimmy Butler hate each other. I forget why. You can look it up. Derek Favors, I would have guessed is 50 years old. I can't believe he's 32. Taz Gibson, I would have guessed he's 38. He's 38. That boy is uh, way past his prime. Great career, though. Huge fan of him when he was killing the heat back with Chicago. Ibaka, again, theoretically, the idea of him here would be great. I think he may be too washed up at this point. Myers Leonard, stay the hell away from my team. Boba Marjanovic, I would love him here. We got no size. Screw it. Bring the biggest guy in the league, man. Even though he's 35 and he would never, ever play. And then Tristan Thompson, I'm not a fan of you either. So those are all of the best remaining free agents. And out of all of these players, if I had to pick four for the theoretical four open roster spots on the Miami Heat, I would go Goran Dragic, Javante Green, Kelly Oubre, and TJ Warren. So obviously, Goran self-explanatory the other three guys are javante green kelly uber tj warren they're both guys that i feel like can not only spread the floor they can get you a bucket and they could guard kind of two and two through three two through four in some cases and that's really what i like i like getting guys that are versatile because i'm tired of getting all these one-dimensional dudes like duncan robinson and tyler hero who if they're not making their shots they're completely worthless on the court i'm tired of it but let me know what y'all think down before if you had to pick from all these names we discussed today who are you going with? And I do want to shout out my favorite comment from last video. This one is from my guy, Orcap9521, who said, is it worth watching the NFL? Because I'm going to support the Dolphins if I do. And I'm glad you asked. If y'all saw my last video, I talked about the Miami Dolphins gave a little win-loss for every single game. It wasn't meant to be serious. I mean, I had them at like 12-5 and slash 13-4 because I counted wrong. And I had a, several comments saying that I'm just a homer. 
yeah, that was the point. The point was to get hype. It wasn't a serious analysis, but I do plan on having a more serious Dolphins analysis coming out later this week. I was very happy with that video, how, with how that video performed, because you know we usually talk Miami Heat over here. So uh, thank y'all for watching that. And if you didn't watch it, go check it out or check out the next Dolphin video, which I think will be dropping on Saturday. I'm thinking. Uh, and also, of course, make sure to leave y'all comments down below and maybe I'll pick my favorite one and shout y'all out next video. Uh, if you are on the podcast side, because I'm thinking I'm going to upload this video to my podcast, Believe in Miami Heat, uh, because I'm going to Tampa this weekend for my girl's birthday. Shout out to Maya. I love you. Happy 23rd birthday. Uh, I may not have time to record a formal podcast, so I think this is a good video. I'll upload that on there. And enough with the long ass outro. Like the video. Subscribe if you enjoyed. And I'll see y'all next time. Look, pull up in the city, tryna get that dead fast Slash, Do it on my own, I don't need no dead weight right. Had to kill him off, yeah, I need a head space You know this homegrown bitch, don't a fan, man Thank you for listening to Believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show And giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com And search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.